Konnichiwa and welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I'm Doug the Translator and this week I'm joined by coffee connoisseur HBC as we talk about masks in Japan and also League One. Let's uh, make it another goodie. Yikimashou! Let's go! <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Um, we have our co-host back last week. For anyone who listened to that one, um, Doug struggled a little bit by himself. I've realized that my energy is a lot lower when yeah. I'm uh, by myself. And um, uh, probably at five o'clock in the morning, mm, it's probably, it's, you haven't had your coffee by then. And Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I woke up at five and then I was just like trying to get myself up for like for about 30 minutes and then, um, yeah, just trying to ramble on about, I had all the <laughs> stuff I wanted to talk about, but just gone tangents. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's no one to stop me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, a uh, it was interesting, but. Yeah, it was a, solo. Sorry, mate. Sorry to leave you hanging, but no, uh, no. yeah, back in the back in the hot seat this week and ready to go. I thought it was uh, important to give you guys a rest, you know. Um, and it's been a few weeks since we've done it because the week before that, um, we had oh, Jess's yeah, right. second half one yep. on. So, um, yeah, it's good to get back into the groove. But yeah, what have you? Uh, what have you been? See, I can't talk to you. What have you guys been up to uh, recently? Obviously, you had a big day. Uh, yesterday yeah yeah so we um see of <clears throat> obviously rugby is a full-time job but with uh daniel makoto lindy and i've started a side hustle with uh coffee charlie mm. as the listeners might know but yeah yesterday was our first day at the at a big event uh dynabor's first cannon so battle of uh kanagawa yeah the kanagawa derby yeah or so derby yeah. derby yeah so yeah, it was a big day for us oh, uh, nice. I, was, I wasn't involved in the game so I was out back uh, organising the coffee truck and nice. making sure the baristas had everything. And yeah, it was a full on day. Mm. It's actually easier to play rugby than it is to, <laughs> to run a side business. So yeah, yeah it was cool. Yeah, awesome, yeah. Nice. Uh, awesome day. And a lot of, I saw some Snapchats. Obviously, we couldn't really go out and see it um, uh, during the game or during the warm up or anything, but it looked like uh, there were a lot of people lined up uh, wanting some coffee. So yeah, yeah. I, because um, yeah. Because I've been involved with the backups like most weeks, you don't mm-hmm. get a sense of, or I don't get to see what happens in the background. But yeah, yeah. Like I arrived with a truck with uh, the Brister at like 10 o'clock in the morning, yeah. and there were, it was just chocker. The, <laughs> yeah, the car park was chocker. There were people out and about, Dynaball supporters just walking around, and nice. we set up our truck. Uh, we started about 10.30, we parked up and just, mm. you know, really set it up. Ready. Ugh. We were setting up, mm-hmm. ready to go. And, uh, yeah, we had like a group of 10 just must have been diehard supporters. Yeah. Um, lining up at 10.30, waiting for us to, wow. to get going. And yeah, the amount of people were out was awesome. Yeah. Cause that's a 2.30 game, eh? So yeah. Four hours before. Just. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we actually were just having a debrief with Lindy today. We talked about, you know, how, uh, the customer from the business side of things, how the customer, um, treat the game day mm. before the game like four hours before a game or five hours before a game yeah the car park was chocker and people were just you know cruising and about and and about and mm-hmm. um there were heaps of other food stores there so they really made a morning of it mm-hmm. then game obviously everyone watches the game half time there's a bit more of a crowd yeah. um come out for a refill of coffee and beer and nice. food but then after the game everyone's just like hightailing it to the bus to yeah, the yeah. train station they're just like nah we've done our dash we've had our day so yeah so we 
sold most of our coffees and drinks nice. before the game a little bit at half time and then um yeah bugger all after maybe yeah, one yeah. or two after the game so oh, true. yeah but overall it was a really good day yeah, yeah. Well, i think in gion special well yeah different because um it's quite out of the way so it's not somewhere where you can easily walk to from the station they do have like a walking campaign i think with the dinobores um where you walk 15 or 20 minutes from the station and if you walk along the path that they've got then you can win prizes and stuff so oh, they okay. kind of make it a bit interactive but yeah still um yeah there's a you know it's not a short walk i guess um yeah. 15 20 minutes um so yeah a lot of people might go for the only car park that's available and yeah you know um to be able to get in there you have to be there you know the four hours five hours before so um <laughs> people are probably like oh don't want to walk so much as I just get there and just chill for five hours. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd definitely rather just walk, I think, but yeah, um, you know, it's uh, great for you guys, though. Eh? Nice. Yeah, or if you're just a foreigner, you just park anywhere. There's a couple, <laughs> like, I know my wife, she just parks on the side, but we haven't been ticketed or anything mm. like that. But I don't even know if can you receive tickets? Um, I don't even know if, oh, like in Japan, yeah, in Japan, yeah, or, I think so. Yeah, um, I've uh, I remember when I was in Fukuoka, I like there's a park in front of my apartment and I had a renter car yeah. and I parked it there because I thought it was okay. But apparently it was like technically the footpath, like it was just, but the footpath was really narrow and then it got really wide. Yeah. And I've seen cars parked there before. So I parked and I got out in the morning uh, and then the policeman was there like looking like he was about to write a ticket. And so it was my car and I said it was a rental and yeah, my Japanese just got really broken. Yeah. I was just like, oh, oh hi, no, uh, uh, lent, lent a car kind of thing. And then he was just like, oh, okay, you just remember you're not allowed to park here. I was like, see what I'm saying? And yeah, just a warning. So yeah. Oh, um, lucky, lucky. Yeah, yeah. So there are tickets. Um, oh, yeah. But no, it was a great uh, day. Obviously, the Dinobores, um got pipped at the end there. Uh, yeah. Had a great start to the game. But in terms of the crowd, um, yeah, over 7,000 people at Gionne, So Yeah, it was a wicked day. And like, yeah, it was just awesome to see the, the green banks just filled mm. up with people and kids. And yeah, like I said before, there was oh, heaps of food stalls and uh, yeah, yeah. yeah schoolboy rugby over the over the road. And yeah. it was just an awesome event to be a part of. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, definitely you can make a day out of it. Eh? So, yeah, yeah um, most people, a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a great, uh, yeah. Outside of rugby as well, and the rugby in terms of, I think, like neutral fans and stuff would have loved it. The uh, wind played a huge factor for the team where the wind scored all the points. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess before we go into the rugby stuff, um, should I go into my news of the week? Rugby news of the week, which isn't really rugby related, but I want to talk about um, uh, this is coming out on Wednesday, so the 15th, but on the 13th, on Monday, uh, there was, there's, uh, Basically, the news come out that wearing a mask is up to the individual. It's like your choice if you want to wear a mask or not. So today, I was like, oh, yes, I don't have to uh, wear a mask. I'm, uh, yeah. I can like go into stores and stuff without a mask. Uh, you've always, for the last year or so, been able to be outside without a mask. Still, most people wear one anyway. Uh, so I now went to Kane's, like the home center, like the, uh, yeah. Mighty 10 of yeah, New Zealand, yeah. I'd say. Um, or well, the Bunnings. Or, Bunnings, yeah, yeah. Just without the, um, what are they, the sausage, the oh, sausage yeah, sizzle, sizzle. Um, outside. But yeah, I was in there without a mask on and everyone else still had masks on. I was like, oh, this is weird. And then, and the intercom thing, they just said, oh, please continue to wear a mask in kind. So even yeah. though the government said it's up to you now or up to the individual, it's almost like up to the individual company. Yeah. So each business can 
choose if you want to wear a mask or not. So I guess, uh, yeah, still got a little ways to go, but yeah, yeah. it's just gone. another way Japan makes it really mm. confusing. Go to one department store, it's like, don't have to wear a mask, but this one you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, there were still people who weren't wearing masks in there. So I guess it's still technically up to the individual, but yeah. it's already a lot harder, especially with Japanese guys to do. If there's an intercom thing saying, please wear a mask. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to stand out, but yeah, I think it's actually going to downgrade to like flu level, uh, in May. Yeah. So yeah, by then I think most companies will say it's okay, but it's just baby steps, eh? Baby steps. Yeah. Baby so, steps. Uh, yeah. So I was really excited in the morning and then just, yeah, a bit disheartened. <coughs> well, not disheartened. It's not that hard to, you know, put a mask on when you go into a store, but I just, uh, thought, because every other country's basically moved on. It was good to see progress and then it's not as much <laughs> progress as I thought. Um, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're a little bit behind over here. So, mm-hmm. but it, yeah, it will be nice to, um, to be able to walk into a shop and be like, no mask. Yeah, yeah. Every time I just forget a mask and, mm-hmm. or if the other way around, I've got like three in my pocket that I just get a new one, like put it in and then forget yeah. about it. You've always yeah. uh, got way too many or not enough, but yeah, um, yeah. I think I think I've said it before, but uh, in Japan, as soon as like fifty one percent of the population stops wearing masks, yeah. probably everyone will suddenly stops. So yeah, it's always like uh, you follow the crowd kind of thing. Totally. Um, but yeah, people are quite comfortable wearing masks over here. They're wearing masks before the pandemic, so I don't think it'll ever go to zero like it has in NZ. But yeah. Um, yeah, just baby steps, eh? Baby, baby. Doug steps. steps. Doug steps. <laughs> As opposed to a Walt steps or HBC <laughs> steps. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, I was gonna, there's What's the other? Na- yeah, another. You got something else for me? Yeah, maybe I'll leave that at the end. Maybe we'll sandwich the non rugby stuff with the meat that is rugby, if that makes sense. Makes sense. Make a sandwich around, around the, the grounds. grounds. Nice. That was a good time. You were like a radio DJ just talking at the start and then, you know. Anyway, sorry, terrible tangent. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, looking at our scores, you um, you did quite well on the weekend, H, uh, with your tips. Um, yeah, yeah, you were saying, telling me the scores before, and I was like, yeah. uh, okay. made you what, triple triple count them? Double count them. Yeah, I, I uh, <laughs> recount them, yeah. But I, I triple checked. Triple checked, yeah. It was a, uh, no. You what did I come away with a win? Um, yeah, you got the most uh, of the round. You got 15. I think Bing got 14 and Doug trailing over 13. So that's, Yeah, that's uh, tight though. Yeah. Quite tight competition. Last week I uh, brought it back by one against H and then I've just lost that one. Str- oh, sorry, against Ben and then I've lost that one again this week. So it's a, it's a tough life. Uh, we've only got five rounds left, so see how yeah, it goes. But maybe we'll suck. make like the semis and the finals like triple points or something <laughs> just to do anything we can. Um, but yeah, quickly going over the uh, scores over the weekend. First, we had the Friday night footy, the Rico Black Rams against uh, Corby Steelers. So yeah. the first, no, first, second uh, round of night games. And it's good to see Friday night footy. But man, uh, Rico looked good and the Steelers look pretty average. You know, like just so many mistakes and stuff. And yeah. um, there was, yeah, one uh, missed uh, exit kick, which basically led to... um like a try who just untouched from a kick return kind of thing. So yeah. a lot of mistakes from Corby, so they'll be disappointed. But Rico um looking just better and better. So exciting yeah. times for the Black Rams. Yeah, yeah. They just yeah, like you said, getting better and better every week and their backs were just awesome. And mm. uh the young fella, the seven that got player of the day, um he played Brody. Brody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jinx. Um, 
uh, Mick Curran. That's a fun podcast, yeah. talking yeah. by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, um, yeah, he looked really good. Mm. Scored a try and, yeah, did some good plays and good hits. Um, against his old team as well, eh? So Yeah, yeah, bittersweet, uh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm pretty sure uh, they probably, you know, didn't re-sign him rather than him leaving. I'm not too sure, but it's kind of like what it looked like from the outside, so... Uh, good for him to get a win against his old team. Yeah, sometimes it just takes another team to mm-hmm. spark you into gear. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, some uh, teams suit you better and, uh, you know, some coaches rate you more and, you yeah. know, it's just a never personal way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then on Saturday we had uh, the Sun Goliath against the Wild Knights, so the final from last year and yeah. uh, Sun Goliath started well, uh, but... Um, the Wild Knights just came away with it in the end, forty-one twenty-nine. So, yeah, uh, yeah uh, ended up being a pretty well a bigger score than you thought at halftime. I think uh, Santori were winning, uh, you know, pretty comfortably. But um, yeah, just I think there's forty-five games in a row for the Wild Knights wow. now. That's amazing. Like that's like that's a pretty good record. It's a it's a shame that's going to end this week because they're up against the mighty Dinosaurs. So. We'll be hurting boys. We hurting this week. So mm-hmm. yeah. Good to get one over, uh, you know, the champions. We're at Chichibu, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chichibu, so, yeah, Chichibu. Uh, come on down, boys, come on down. Let's uh, try and beat our score, for, oh, our uh, crowd from last week at 7,000 and make yeah. it Hatsenin. Hatsenin. Yeah. Nin. Yeah, for people. Um, Doug's rugby lesson of the week. <laughs> English lesson of the week. Oh, man, it's a fatigue aid. Uh, but next, we had the uh, Blue Revs. Hosting the uh, Spears, so Kuwata against Yamaha. Um, Kuwata winning forty to twenty-seven, so uh, still a pretty close score, but just thirteen plus for uh, the Spears. So yeah, um, yeah I think um, Koga Smith got taken off early as well. Like I was kind of watching between all these games, so yeah. I didn't see uh, what happened, but he's been uh, you know immense for them. So yeah. hopefully uh, nothing too serious if he is injured or something, or maybe they just wanted to uh, bring a different foreigner on because they had a. Uh, um, Green, Sam Green on the bench. Oh, yeah. But I mean, you'd think they'd take someone else off other than, you know, yeah. Corga Smith. But yeah. Yeah, because he's just playing, playing like, oh, last weekend, Fire Air, he's just phenomenal. Oh, just. He got them to draw race. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I was actually surprised at that score because I thought, you know, because the Blue Reefs are just, they can just stay in it. They yeah. can stay in the, the game the whole way through. They're just like, just probably one of the unluckiest teams of this comp. Mm. Every week, either drawing or, you know, losing by three points. It's just, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and their two wins, they've got bonus points. So, yeah, um, yeah. all the other games have been real tight. And it showed, I think, until last week, they had a minus one, or like a point difference. Oh, yeah. Um, so now it's, I guess, minus 14. But yeah. still with two wins, um, you know, two draws, and then, what, like six losses or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, minus 14 is not too shabby. Eh? Yeah, yeah. It's it just shows how tight. So this is, yeah, a bit of a... Or if you take out Quagga Smith and you, you beat the Blue Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Um, Look out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, I guess, for them, this is a bit of a shellacking 13 point. Yeah. Um, normally, you know, they're five points in it, kind yeah. of thing, so. uh And then we had a, a proper shellacking. We yeah. had the liners against the Verblitz. Um, yeah, I was, uh, you know, I just want the liners. It'd be good if they get a win somewhere, you know. They haven't yeah. won yet. They've got one bonus point. Uh, so they're just stuck on one point. Um, and Turd have been kind of up and down, but they have been improving the last few weeks. Uh, they beat Suntory, which is a big upset. And then, yeah, yeah one here, 62-24. So yeah. it's a tough season for um, the Liners. But yeah. um, did you see Quade Cooper on uh, Instagram? He said he's like 96% of 
loaded or something or like oh so, really so i don't know how long it takes for that four percent to come back come but, back yeah jeez um, yeah if that's he, amazing if he came back for the last few games and that'll be a pretty big uh, win yeah. for them eh? so yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah exciting times i hope but hopefully yeah yeah uh and then we for some reason i was i was just trying to find like the saturday they've done three fixtures but then i realized they were none they all their games uh, were on sunday um, oh, yeah, so yeah. going on to Div 1 for Sunday, we had uh, the Green Rockets NEC against the Brave Lupus, so Toshiba, and Toshiba winning 49-20. It was close at halftime, I think it was like 18-13 or something, but supposedly um, Toshiba's tight head got sent off in the ninth minute, so playing with 14 for 70, and was still able to win 49-20, so it's, uh, yeah, it shows... um. Yeah, I don't know if that shows how good they are or... Or just, uh, you mm. don't need props. Mm. Um, <laughs> just uh, don't... But you would have thought well, there must have been a scrum somewhere, so I guess someone would have had to come off yeah. to put a prop on. But, yeah, um, it's, a, I guess, a good performance with 14 men from Toshiba. Sure, yeah, that's real good. Um, yeah, and not, I didn't see the game because, of yeah, we had our game off. Yeah. But, um, yeah, unless NEC just kind of... They might have shot themselves in the foot or something, but... And uh, yeah, good result for them, getting a bonus point with 14. And then um, the last round of the last game for round 11 for Div 1 was uh, the Mighty Dinobores against uh, the uh, Yokohama Cannon Eagles, uh, so the Kanagawa Derby. Um, and yeah, Dinobores winning 21-5 uh, at halftime, but just got yeah, run down. Um, nothing uh, really clicked in terms of our accuracy in that second half, eh? and then uh, yeah, ended up losing 41-21, so, uh, the Cannon Eagles ended up getting a bonus point, moved up to third. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, uh, you know, played around the second half, got yeah. some good tries, and, um, yeah, just another learning day for the boys. Oh. First year of, uh, Div 1 and learning, you know, you have to be in it for the whole 80, um, against these top four t- sides. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, growing pains, you know. Yeah. So I. They're tough to take. Mm. They are tough to take. So you'll hopefully uh, see the fruits of it on the other side. But, yeah. you know, I mean, if anyone's seen me in real life, they know that I didn't experience many growing pains because I didn't grow. <laughs> but um, hopefully the dinosaurs, these just growing pains and we're going to be uh, yeah, as tall as uh, Walt Steenkamp. So, um, yeah, sorry, another weird analogy, but uh, <laughs> Div 2. Um, now, for the rest of the season, we've only got two games of Div 2 and 3 every week because the Hino incident um that i talked about last week but yeah. um yeah a few shellackings in this one as well yeah, we had geez. the sea waves uh, it was actually the uh anniversary for the big tsunami and the earthquake that happened um in uh east japan northeast japan so yeah. kamaishi was one of the places that got washed away and the place where the uh stadium is is where a school once stood yeah um but yeah so that was the th- 11th of uh, march yeah so on that day uh yeah, if you post a 3.11 on the Yahoo Japan search engine, every one of those posts uh, gave 10 yen to the cause. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a good thing that Yahoo do every year. So, um, yeah, next year, make sure you uh, do that. But uh, it was good that there was a game up in Kamaishi uh, close to that anniversary. Um, but, yeah, in terms of score, we had the D-Rocks going there, uh, being hosted by the Sea Waves, the D-Rocks winning 92 19. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, you could, you could flip the Sea Wave score. So 
you could make them 91 instead of 19 and they still would have lost. That's how much they lost. Oh, you could transpose their score, but yeah, it was a... Yeah, that's a, that's a tough day. Yeah, that's a tough day at the office. It's a, I mean, I've once in my under 85 career had a 146-nil. Um, wow. And that was like, we didn't have uh, coaches and stuff and it was pretty much like whoever came first got to play in. Yeah. I think me and a few of my mates, uh, we came late, so I had to run touchline for the first half. Yeah. And that was more tiring than when I got on the, uh, in the second half because, yeah, the first half we'd kick off. They'd run a 100-meter score and I've just got to sprint to the post and then I've got to sprint back to halfway and repeat. So <laughs> it was a, yeah, tough day in the office. But anyway, sorry, going on to back to professional rugby. Uh, we also had Mir Honda Heat. Uh, downing the Blue Sharks 46-17, so yeah. another bonus point win. And I think that pretty much solidifies first and second with two rounds left for Div 2. Yeah. you got Shoki, who uh, was supposed to play, you know, so they got a 14-0 default win. Um, but they're more than 10 points behind uh, Honda now. Yeah. So I think first, second, and third are set. But after round 10, they've got two more rounds, or three more games, sorry, where they play another round robin. So if Shoki beat these two teams, after losing to them every week, um, they can still come first. So it's a crazy system where you really yeah. oh. we run. But yeah, I mean, we experienced that last year going from first in regular season and nine <laughs> wins and then losing those two to become third. So yeah, fun times. Um, and then Div 3, we had the Sky Actives Hiroshima uh, winning against Chugokudenuku Red Regulines 27-19. So good win there for the Sky Actives. And then uh, the Red Hurricanes, who um, are going well at the top of the table, won 43-26 against the Mighty Water Gush. Um, so, yeah, that rounds out our reviews. Um, a few close games, a few good games, and a few uh, blowouts as well. So, um, yeah, uh, well done, H. You got cheeky 15 points, like I said, from that. So yep. uh, one, maybe one of your first... Um, you know, round wins. So it's definitely is my first round wins. I think that's my first double point of the season. I feels like nice. <laughs> Normally, I'm sitting on five or six every week. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be good if we could choose like joker rounds where you're able to um, double your points. So, um, Can I choose it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Oh, um, yeah. We'll see how we're going. Um, we'll just make some rules that don't help Ben because you know he's out of the country. He's surely got to lose points somewhere. So surely. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, Got another round of rugby to uh, catch up on, so yeah. should we go into our previews? Hoi, hoi. Uh, first, we've got the Sangliath against the Liners. Um, so I've already written down my scores for efficiency, Yeah. Uh, but I've gone 13 plus for the Sangliath in this one. Yeah, same. This might be um, Friday Night Footy, so... Oh, Friday Night Footy. I think they've oh. got like some special stuff, like as you know, they've got, they sell beer, so I think they've yeah. got like some stuff, and I saw this burger that they had. It was, it was out the gate. They had like three players choose like an ingredient to go in it. I think one of them chose like, it's like karepan, you know, curry bread, but like yeah. the, you know how we have the onion ring, yeah, uh, like the crackles kind of thing, like the stuff off the onion rings, like oh, the yeah, pita. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. like that, but like curry bread version. And then someone else chose salsa. salsa. And then someone else oh, yeah. chose something else. And it's all in the same burger. Um, oh, the other person made um macaroni and cheese so those three <laughs> are special things in a burger that's got a patty and everything so yeah, yeah. i don't know if macaroni and cheese salsa and curry bread batter, curry, yeah um, well we'll i suppose together. the curry oh, not even the curry and the salsa yeah nah. so, so um if somebody's there on friday night give it a taste and let us yeah, know, how it, is, know how it is but it's uh yeah i mean i think the calories will be high and uh 
yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the taste might be low, but uh, you have to let us know. Maybe it's the next new thing. It could be um, uh, our newest sponsor next week. Um, but yeah, what's your score for that one? Sorry. Uh, what was that game? Sorry. Uh, Santori and Liners. Ah, uh, yeah, 13 plus on Higashimas. Of course. And then we have the two BRs, the Black Rams against the Blue Revs. Black Rams, Blue Revs. So Black Rams have been going well recently. Yeah, Black Rams. Mm. And then, oh, depends what happens with Quagga. Mm, that's a biggie. Yeah. It'd be good if we could choose after his name to like Ben always does, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Black Rams 13 plus. I've gone Black Rams 1 to 12. Ooh. Alrighty, next. Uh, third versus second, or second versus third, we got the Kubota Spears against the Cannon Eagles. I've gone, I've put Spears down, but I haven't picked a score yet. Cause I'm yeah. Man, um, like, Cannon, if you look at how they scored their points against us, there weren't really that many that, you know, just broke our line from halfway or anything. It was more. It's a few errors. Yeah, and we'd make errors and yeah. they'll be in our half and then they'd, uh, Kick you know. down. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, what the wind conditions and mm. stuff will be like there. I don't know if it'll be a similar game. Um, I know Cannon do have attacking threats, but yeah. uh, Kubota are a really physical big team. So if they can yeah. bring their physicality and, um, yeah, uh, Cannon had two big Polynesian, um, runners in seven and eight, I think. So, yeah. uh, or six and eight. So yeah, depends how they go. But I think one of them might have looked like he came off injured. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to go the spears. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess I'll go 13 plus. Um, it yeah, looks like they're just going strength to, strength to strength. Um, you go on 1 to 12 just to, to 1 to 12. keep it a bit different. Um, then we've got Verblitz, who again have been going quite well, and the Brave Lupus. Oh, Toshiba. Yeah, Brave Lupus. Mm. I'm going Brave Lupus as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to say 1 to 12. That's what I've uh, put down on my piece of paper as well. But <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'll sure. Just go, I'll just go, no, I'll change it. I'll go 13 Ooh, plus. Just mix it up. Well, I was yeah. thinking like, what should I do? But I'd already written it down. Um, so yeah, when you see 1 to 12, I was just going to secretly change it, but I thought I can't do that. Nah, I'll go um, 13 plus. Sweet. I feel some more points coming on. <laughs> yeah, we've all gone, we've gone same score, our same team, but different score different for scores. all of them. So yeah. Who knows? I mean, if the other team Time wins all tell. of them, then uh-huh. we're all both on zero anyway, so. Next, the Steelers against the Green Rockets. Corby have been on struggle street recently, but so have the Green Rockets, to be fair. I mean, they played at 15 versus 14 for 70 minutes and lost by like 30 points. Yeah. So, but then, man, Corby, if, it depends. If they play like they did on like last Friday. Yeah. Man, it was uh, like they were just shooting themselves in the foot. They were too... Like where the opposition will kick it and their backfield like knocked it on or knocked into touch and just um yeah as a yeah. I think it was only really as close as it was because uh Rico gave away a lot of penalties and Corby were able to go in with their uh, mall yeah so their malls you know strong yeah the malls was really good um so yeah I've gone Corby about one to twelve ah oh, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Um, yeah you know you can do you got yeah oh for a minute there I was like oh the Rockets might. You know, it might be their week. Yeah, that's, I was. Because had he come out of that, like, you know, for a couple of weeks, Corby mm. had been going pretty, pretty average and have a Friday night. Yeah, like, yeah. This week, do they just, does the coach just come in and blast everyone? Yeah. Does it fire everyone up or is it, you know, put everyone into a slump again? 
Um, yeah, <sighs> it's a, a toughie. Oh, well, I guess because Corby have a bit more rest because they played on Friday. True, um, so yeah. that is a factor, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe too much time's not good either. So yeah, it's a. It's nah, a I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna stick with it. Corby one to twelve. Um, 12 but yeah, under. this is the one that I mean, um, you know, you want them to go. Oh, you want yeah. rugby to be the winner on the day. So totally. if the Green Rockets do sneak away with the win, you know, but yeah, well, chaff for them. Yeah. All right, next uh, the Mighty Dinobores against the. Uh, no, pretty good. Uh, Panasonic yeah, Wild Knights. Uh, but this time it's at home. Um, we'll see how a wild ball goes against a samurai. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, exciting. As you, we don't do the score for this one because biased. Um, yeah, it's a exciting game. Hopefully we get a good crowd and yeah. hopefully we're the ones who uh, stop their winning streak. So we don't let them get to 46 wins in a row because... That's not great for Japanese rugby, you know. No. Just, someone needs to stop them. And, yeah, someone's um, got to stop them. Yeah, everyone's going to have a you know, time when they, you know, their run has to stop. And yeah. unfortunately for the Panasonic World Knights, uh, this is their week. So yeah. if it, you know, if that's true, then, you know. That'll make our season. Yeah. Okay. That's sweet. And then next, uh, Div 2, we have the Sea Waves hosting the Blue Sharks. So the Sea Waves mm-hmm. coming off like, a 70-point shellacking. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go the Blue Sharks. Um, you, can, you can do the same thing. <laughs> it is, I'm just copying you. I feel like I'm just copying you. Um, I'm going Blue Sharks 1-12. to 12. That's what I put down. Um, because it is at Kamaishi, so it is a bit of a trick for the Blue yeah. Sharks. But I just think... After that. After, yeah. yeah. What can you... Uh, it's pretty tough. I mean, the Blue Sharks did lose by a bit against Honda, but it wasn't that big. So. Yeah, they scored some points and got a few things together. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, geez, 90 points. They must, did they have heaps of power players out or something? Or just uh, Looking at their squad, it didn't look like D-Rox it. D-Rox just played, a, yeah. played awesome. D-Rox has just got, I mean, they are kind of like the combined team of the Dokomo and the yeah. Entity Com, so um, I guess that's part of it. But um, yeah, so we've both gone 1-12. to 12, And then we've got Shoki, who had a bye last week against the Honda Heat. Yeah. I've gone Honda 13 plus. Like, I think those two top teams just look quite, you know, it's just a class above the other four and Shoki are better than the other two or the other ones. But yeah, yeah I just think Honda They're just are not too quite, mm. quite there. Yeah. But I'm the same. Uh, next, we have the Voltex, the Kudan Voltex against the Kurita Water Gush. So, Voltex having a great season this year. They've always kind of struggled in the past, but they're uh, second, nothing at the moment. So, yeah. And then the. Yeah, Watergush, they were losing one of the games, and then they bet, like, Dokomo, someone. Like, I was like, what is happening? Like, you know, they win to the strong teams sometimes, so it's a toughy but I... It's bag down that Division 3, so... Yeah, it's just a flip of a coin sometimes, but I think yeah. uh, going off the results, I've gone Verblitz. Oh, sorry, yeah. Verblitz. Voltex, 13+. plus. 1 to 12. Ooh. 1 to 12. I can't just copy and paste all your scores. Oh, uh, because, yeah, you'd have got two points more than me from the last round, but I think I'm still a little bit ahead of you. So yeah. it's, a, yeah, not in your best interest, I guess, to follow me. Unless I, it could pull me away more. But. It could do. Anyway, last game of the round, we have the Sky Actives against Dokomo. <sighs> the Dokomo Red Hurricanes. Uh, Dokomo. Yeah, 13 plus. 
Yeah, that's what I've gone as well. It's just uh, with those two teams, when Dukumo and Voltex are involved, I think it's just uh, they got pretty strong squads. So, but yeah, that's uh, us for around the grounds. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, still hopefully another good round. We got five five games left, I think, for Div One. Yeah. Then two rounds left for uh, Div Two and Three. Yep. Before they go into their playoff games. Yep. So they've made it so they basically finished at the same time as Div One. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, promotion relegation game. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's going to fly by. I think the uh, season finishes in April and then promotion relegation and the semifinals are yeah. in uh, May. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So, yeah, 22nd of April, we finish our round robin, have a week off and then mm. two weeks of just, uh, yeah, I still don't understand um, the playing the promotion relegation games twice. Um, like, it's oh. just like, a, okay, you've got to play the same team again and. It's a, yeah, an interesting concept, but. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what they do next year around off the word on the street that Heno's going down to Division 3 and mm-hmm. they're going to combine Division, what, what, 2 and 3 together. Yeah, I don't know. And I've then, heard like so many rumors on. Yeah. Because of what's been happening, now, they're like, you know, you kind of, I don't know. Um, well, at the moment, we've got two, basically, Division 2's got five teams, Division 3's got five teams, because Hino are basically disqualified this year. Yep. And then next year, they'll change to six and five again, yep. if Hino, you know, just start in Div 3. But, yeah, even just a six-team comp, uh, six comp is uh, pretty average at the best of times. But um, they went from having two divisions, two, three, because they wanted one division where it's like more, I guess, more less professional and more just for the companies. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if it will go back to two divisions. And I've heard people, you know, kind of want that to happen, but they could just be, you know, word on the street. Yeah. Kind of um, and then I have heard other teams from, you know, Top League East and stuff. Those teams, some of them are wanting to kind of come up. Yeah. You've seen a lot of them put a bit of uh, money into their rugby program and that kind of shows that I guess they want to come up and replace some of those teams that have gone out. So maybe yeah. that's one way they'll try and um, do it and keep three divisions. But who knows, man, who knows? But you can see there's you know a few teams struggling in, I guess, Div 1, but then there's a few teams who are really uh, dominating in Div 2 as well. So yeah. it's going to be um, how you kind of want that balance where every week's, you know, really at least it looks like anyone could win kind yeah. of thing. Um, you want all the scores to be unknown before the game, so yeah. Hopefully, yeah, uh, yeah, we get that in the future, and that uh, league just keeps improving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think we talked about it. We well, <coughs> we've talked about it before. Around if yeah, those those two top teams came up in division into division one, like mm-hmm. they wouldn't be out of place. And yeah, yeah. It feels like you know the top. I suppose the top two, three teams of division one. Mm-hmm. They're sort of top, and then the rest of us are, yeah, pretty evenly matched. You know, like yeah, yeah. you've got like the likes of us here beating uh, Verblitz and mm-hmm. um, Brave Lumpers, and you know these big uh, franchise, uh, sorry, teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, wouldn't be, I suppose, too bad. Mm. Two comps is easier than three. Yeah, you'd think so. Three, um, yeah. Um, but then yeah, you've seen like Kuota in 2017 when I first started translating. They were like around the bottom of uh, top league back then. But, you know, now they're second and, um, you know, they're going really well this season. Only loss was to the Panasonic. And yep. then uh, they had a draw against Kenan as well. But, 
Yeah, and then you've had Cannon who have, I guess, kept, you know, improving as well. Torchy were always there and thereabouts. And yeah. in the two top, um, yeah, Santori and uh, Pena, the only one who's kind of dropped, well, the couple who have dropped uh, were Corbett and uh, Turda, but Turda yeah. seemed to be coming right in. Corbett on their day, you know, they've just got all those athletes where even if uh, it's not clicking at the moment, um, the individuals can just, you know, pull anything out of the bag. So, yeah, um, yeah it's just... Uh, you know, a lot tighter. I think there's a lot more teams who can do a lot more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the only thing is, I guess no one's been able to stop Penner in 45 games. So yeah. it's about, yeah, being able to do that. Um, cause yeah, there's not that many games in a season over here. Like, you know, you play less than 20. Yeah. Um, so yeah, being able to do 45 is a few seasons in a row. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that's yeah. incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely done something right over the few, the what, 10, 20 years mm-hmm. since it began. Um, yeah, because I remember, like, uh, you know, you hear stories of them being not that great in Div 2 when they first started, kind of thing. And then they kind of got up to Div 1 and just started, you know, really investing in it. And you've just seen how, yeah, I guess, you know, it's just like a business. You've got to invest in something and yeah. you can't just hope that something's going to happen yeah. uh, without actually putting the investment in or the money yeah. in. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, but it's not always easy to do when it's, you know, something that is likely to lose you money or the company money. Um, cause rugby still isn't something that necessarily making a lot of money for the company. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's if we can get more support and more TV exposure and all that. Um, yeah, it would be amazing. Cause you see the WBC, the, um, baseball on at the moment and everyone's yeah. going crazy. They got Chaka, um, crowd at Tokyo Dome every night and they yeah. play, you know basically every night and they can get full crowds every night. So, um, yeah, it's a different beast. So hopefully, you know, 120 million and get a few million really invested in rugby. And so, yeah, away we go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely markets there for the people to watch it. And it's mm. a good uh, spectacle. And yeah, like the teams are learning how this year it's gone fully professional and, you know, geez, you're turning up to like, well, you take the Dynaballs game, for instance, there was heaps of, coffee trucks there and mm-hmm. uh, food trucks and the atmosphere is really awesome there's handouts and prizes and yeah. cheerleaders um, so it's not just the the game and the spectacle mm-hmm. the whole event um, teams are learning how to do that and yeah, yeah seem yeah. to be getting better every week so um, yeah there's something time. Um, that uh, without being by all I guess the only ones we see are our like the reactions to our home games Um, the other teams are probably doing similar things but hear um good feedback from people who come and watch our games and the events um because i guess we've always been a team that uh you know don't maybe it's not assured we're going to win every week but with that um we show other ways originally of how to engage the fans or you know make them want to make them want to come support us and yeah it's um one way is i guess how we try and play on the field when another way um you know between play or before the game after the game how uh what we do for fans and stuff and it looks like off the field we've been uh, working quite hard on that stuff which um i think you know you've seen you've seen some good stuff on our you know tweets and stuff yeah. not that i really know how to tweet um, <laughs> but looking at some of them uh, recently yeah um yeah dynamo's fans been real supportive and stuff so hopefully um we can just keep doing that all that um you know 20 teams or whatever in the uh three divisions can keep doing that keep growing it and then if uh you know jamie joseph and the japan team um have another great performance this uh, World Cup, then you'll see Rugby Fever, you know, well and truly back. So, yeah. Which, um, yeah. Yeah. So it won't be maybe as strong as 
when the World Cup was here, when it was just in front of everyone's faces, but because everyone's got that, you know, it's four years ago, isn't too long ago. Yeah. Everyone will remember if the brave blossoms are do well again, then people will, you know, come back and they'll be invested in. Yeah. Everyone in Japan loves a winner, you know, especially, Definitely. or it doesn't really matter with the sport or anything, if a Japanese team's going well or if a Japanese person's going well. Yeah. Then people just get behind it, eh? Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. Um, results business, but yeah. it's a fun business to be in, eh? Yeah. Things just take time. Yeah. Good things take time, as they say. Yeah, nice. Well, full of the quote. <laughs> quote of um, the week. <laughs> um, yeah. Lastly, um, just wanted to, like I said, this is the, would this be the top bun or the bottom bun of the sandwich? Maybe the top bun. You wouldn't make a sandwich top down. Um, that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, the top of the sandwich with a bit of mayo. Um, do you know what tomorrow is or yesterday for the people listening to this? Um, the 13th of, oh, sorry, 14th of March. Yeah, it's my wife's birthday. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, nice. I didn't I actually know. I had a present. <laughs> um, I was actually going to say, it's double, you've got to get two presents because it's a white day as well. White day? The oh. month after Valentine's Day. Jeez, time flies. Yeah. There's a, I remember talking about Valentine's Day and yeah. uh, where the females in Japan give things traditionally to yeah. males or to their friends. They've got like tomochoko, so friend chocolate. Tomochoko. Where you kind of give stuff to friends. So it's yeah. not just like a romantic thing. Um, yeah, the, whoever is marketing these things is doing a great job. <laughs> give chocolates to anyone. It doesn't matter as yeah, long as you yeah. buy them. Uh, and then now there's another day. It's very, uh, I don't know if you could call it this in like Western countries, but white day. But uh, I don't know where the white comes from. But um, it's, uh, yeah. Have you uh, got any ideas for what you're going to do for white day? Uh, no idea. Yes. No, I'm it's, all over it. It's this a very special white day. chocolate special mm. day. Double meaning. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know. What's your awesome for? Do you have like a go-to chocolate, go-to gift? Um, Is it specifically chocolate? Oh, well, I think you give me like or? treats and stuff. Yeah. Um, like in the fridge behind you, I've actually whipped up a bit of a cheesecake. Oh, how good. Mm, Did you make a, two of them? Yeah, do you want half? <laughs> oh. I gave you some pies so you can give me the cheesecake. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you should just uh, put some whipped cream on one of your mince oh, pies. there you go. Um, but yeah, I uh, it's... They call it rare cheesecake, but it's like a non-bake one. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't really have ovens over here. So yeah. you just basically mix a few things and put Oreos as the base. And oh. So, yeah, maybe I'll give you a piece afterwards. You can be oh, my white, no, I can't. <laughs> white day recipient. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, but no, white day, very special day. But, well, I'm being a bit facetious. It's yeah. Um, yeah, just a money-making scheme, I guess. But uh, yeah. Yeah. If you're uh, listening to this and you got something for Valentine's Day, in Japan, just remember, whoever gave it to you is expecting something back. Uh, well, they were expecting something yesterday. So uh, if you listen to this, uh, you're yeah, late. Go get some. Uh, who do we want to sponsor? Uh, Meiji, let's say. Meiji. I don't know. Do I like Meiji chocolate? Meiji, yeah. you said that? Mm. Oh, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, insurance the insurance company. Insurance yeah. company. Meiji Yasuda. Yasuda. Life insurance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what a company. Yeah, great company. Pretty much every company in Japan. Um, it's like, what is it, the GDP or whatever? Like yeah. the 10% of the Japanese GDP, I think, is Mitsubishi companies. So yeah. it's a huge, like yeah. Mitsubishi group is massive. Yeah. Um, fun fact, the Tower of Terror at Disney Sea. it's uh, the one where you're basically on like a uh, elevator that like drops. It's yeah. like one of those droppy ones. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Apparently, um, 
Mitsubishi Heavy Industries either makes it or runs that or something. Oh, so really? Whenever you're on that, just think, oh, no. It's a, you're in safe hands. Yeah. The dynaboards. Just imagine the dynaboards <laughs> are like you know, carrying you up and down and all with the um, seatbelts. Well, the ones we were the ones that made it. Yeah. Got you don't want to be imagining <laughs> that. Um, it smells like coffee. Yeah, uh, yeah. But no, it was a, yeah, it's been a, I don't know. Has it been a good episode? Great episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I've lost confidence now. Um, it's uh, it's been a good year. <laughs> Better than uh, last week. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, it has been that's a true. great, great episode. Um, I've been talking to Ben, keen to get him on, obviously with the time difference, because we do this quite late. Yeah. In, in, in Z, it's four hours later, so yeah. it makes it a little bit hard, but um, yeah. We'll a couple of weeks of daylight savings, so it's only three mm. hours, so it should be right. That's true, that's true. He's got no job, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> doesn't have anything to do. Yeah, he doesn't um, have anything to do. Um, and then, uh, yeah, got a few people I'm talking to in the background to get on as guests as well, because, you know, you can listen to us talking about life, but I mean, you know, the, the scores you can look up on Instagram, you can see who's playing next on the website. So, um, yeah. And we don't really have much insight, do we? Um, maybe we do. I don't know. Maybe we do. Maybe Let we do. us know. I don't know what we did this weekend because yeah. far out my scores are bloody. Yeah, that's true. Listen to us. Oh, gospel. Point. Gospel. Um, but you yeah, first. if you've got any, uh, you want to hear any guests you want us to try and reach out to let us know any questions you've got make sure you uh put them through on the instagram uh japan rugby weekly or uh japan rugby weekly at gmail.com yep. or the twitter which yeah i mean don't bother with it i mean i'll get a notification but i still sometimes struggle to work out how tweets work <laughs> um but yeah just uh or you you know yeah, yeah if you're around sagamihara if you just scream we might hear you um <laughs> Odds aren't great, but, you know, you never know. Um, but, yeah, any parting words, um, H? Um, are you no. going to go to the convenience store on the way home and get some presents? Or? Yeah, I'm going to have to. No, I think I'll leave it tomorrow. There's a chocolate shop on the way home, so I'll uh, nice. make nice. a detour in there and then, uh, yeah, present my gift to my wife for yeah. her birthday and for White Day. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, next week we have to ask you how it went. Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah. I need some tips. So yeah. That can be your Osusumi of the week. Yeah. Yeah, how good. Um, oh, sorry, a big, big rambling at the end of the uh, episode. But thanks again for listening to another episode. Uh, uh, White Day was the winner on the day. It was a game of two masks and uh, one full, on, one off. Yeah. And uh, full credit to uh, Coffee Charlie for getting oh, their, uh, you know, getting their business up and running and yeah. having a great, great successful yeah, day. So, uh, Arigats. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>